welcome to this episode of Little Dude's Insect Academy, where we discover more about the extremely diverse world of entomology with your host, Brayden Coy. If you haven't listened to the last episode, it was about field work. And this episode is a little bit similar to that in that it's about lab work. Lab work is one of my favorite things to do in the bug world. So here's how to get some results from your bug outings. This episode is sponsored by homesciencetools.com. Go check them out if you need any entomology equipment, lab equipment, microscope, and I'll talk about that a little bit more in this episode. But if you need basically anything, go check them out. They're really great. Again, homesciencetools.com. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. Lab work is one of those things that is under that as that is really like underused in the hobby in the entomology hobby except for those scientists and those people that really work in the lab the hobbyists don't really do it very much and i think it's one of my favorite things to do we'll be talking about what you can do in your home with a minimal and an inexpensive setup so let's just dive right in uh, what you'll need is, kind of the basic things, is what you'll need. Not want, but what you need. Uh, what you really need to get some results from your little bug outings that you have. And this is really what I started with, and this is what everybody should start with, is a magnifying glass. Get yourself a good magnifying glass with good thick glass on it. And that'll really serve you a lot on your results and all that stuff. So, get a magnifying glass. Uh just invest in a nice one. Don't go to the dollar store and get a, you know, I, I recommend dollar store things for a lot of things, but not this kind of this whole episode. Don't go to the, to the dollar store. Just don't do it. Get yourself a good magnifying glass. Okay. And you can get one of those from home, home science tools. They've, uh, they've got a whole bunch of good ones. You need some very fine tweezers or forceps. Tweezers and forceps are the same thing. They're, uh, you know, tweezers. I don't know how to explain it. You know what they are. They're for grabbing really small things. But you can actually get some fancy ones called entomology tweezers. And they have kind of uh, rubber tips on them so that you can grab live insects without damaging them. And so, yeah, that really get yourself a good a, a good pair of tweezers. Don't go cheap on any of this stuff. Really, you want to invest in this stuff cuz it'll it'll uh, serve you in the long run. So, get some tweezers. You want to grab little bugs, little plants, dead or alive, you can pick them up. Uh, handle them even for pinning butterflies. I use tweezers or forceps. It's the most important tool you can have. Like, don't don't cheap out on these. So get yourself a good pair of stainless steel tweezers, okay? Next is a Petri dish. A Petri dish is kind of just a plastic, kind of like a cap to a container, but it's plastic and see-through. And a lot of people put it in under the microscope so that you can see and examine little bugs. And you can put water in them so that they don't dry out or anything like that. So Petri dish is um, really for lab stuff, but I just use it to hold my bugs under the microscope or under your magnifying glass, whatever you want. Again, this is things that you'll need. So this is kind of the more budget option to start out with. So you're going to need a magnifying glass, tweezers, petri dish, and now you'll just need note-taking things. So make sure to get a notebook, a pen, maybe some highlighters, some sticky notes. Just take lots of notes. Just like when we were talking about fieldwork in the last episode, 
uh, make sure to take lots of notes. That's the most important thing you can do, even in the lab. Take notes, take pictures, draw pictures, measure your things, measure, measure their legs, antenna, all that stuff. These things are for the small tasks, such as examining insects, identifying species, and doing small experiments, okay? So that's everything you'll need. Now, here's a list of what you can add with time and with a little bit more of a budget, okay? A microscope. So there are many, some people don't know this, but there are many different kinds of microscopes. And you can get all of them from Home Science Tools. They're really great. I actually have one from Home Science Tools. Really great microscope. But there's a couple different kinds, and a lot of people don't know that. From all budgets, there's all different price ranges. But we could probably do a whole episode on this, but I'll just talk briefly about this. You can do a, there's something called just a normal, uh, uh, sorry, a just a normal microscope okay and you put slides under them they're probably the things that you used at school or whatever they all have them there's a slide and you have a specimen on a slide you usually buy those slides but you can make your own and i haven't really made very many of my own but i've made a couple but they're one of my favorite things to do. It's so much fun. You look under that microscope, you can see blood cells, little animals, all that kinds of stuff. An insect leg, a butterfly wing, all that stuff under a slide. And slides are a piece of glass that have the specimens kind of sandwiched into it, okay? So those are really nice. Uh, that's actually the one that I have. But another one that I recommend and that I have experience with is called a dissecting microscope. And it's what I recommend for people that are in the entomology hobby. I recommend the dissecting microscope. And again, you can get that from Home Science Tools. It's really great, really great prices and great, um, great product overall. And the dissecting microscope, you don't use slides. You can just put a whole bug under the microscope, which is really great. Uh, they're really awesome. I've put dead bugs. I've put live bugs to see the little details, the little eyes. But the dissecting microscope, you can put anything under. You don't need to use slides, which is the really great thing about it. You can put a whole entire bug under it, which is so amazing. So they're basically the same thing, but they don't hold slides, and they've got a bigger work area. So you can put big bugs under it and stuff. So another thing is a magnetic stirrer. This is more for this is more for doing experiments. And a lot of more high-end labs have them, but um, I don't have one. But if you want to do experiments, uh, you're definitely going to need a magnetic stirrer. And so that you don't sit there for 30 minutes stirring your solution. If you're doing an experiment, you have to pour a, a solution onto a bug to see how it changes. Or if you have to mix up something, you're not going to be standing there for 30 minutes stirring it. This magnetic stirrer is basically a platform that you put your your solution on top of and you put a couple little um, kind of magnetic beads on top of inside of your solution and then you turn it on and it stirs it up with those little beads so it helps out to stir to the, instead of you standing there for 30 minutes stirring your solution so I recommend that and then also uh, so really for the high-end um, lab work you're gonna want a microscope that's like the most important thing but then there's that magnetic stirrer that I just talked about and then there's something else that's kind of more for exact measurements, and that's called a pipette. And a pipette actually, um, for, for again, like a solution or a liquid, you can measure out exact amounts. And then 
basically inject it into something. So yeah, that's another thing. So say you have collected an insect specimen that maybe is a little weird compared to the ones that you usually encounter. Take a ton of pictures and notes. Basically, that's what you're taking from this episode. Take a lot of pictures and notes, bring it into your lab, and you can begin evaluating the specimen. I always start by identifying, then I clean it under uh, running water. Uh, again, with an insect, they're very fragile, so maybe just a maybe just a uh, maybe a turkey baster that you just spray water onto the bug with. Be very careful. Then I place it into a petri dish again with some water so that they don't dry out, and then I put it under the microscope. Uh, just have fun learning more about the specimen, and remember, take lots of notes. That's like the most important thing. Really, just have fun. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to go check out uh, Home Science Tools. I've used them all for a long time. Again, I have one of their microscopes. I've used them for my bug classes, for supplies for my bug classes. They have a whole section on entomology stuff, and it's really good. They have all uh, lab equipment and all the stuff you'll ever need. They're really great, and they've helped me out with this episode by sponsoring it. So go check them out. Um, you can go into, if you want to support me financially, you can go check out my Patreon. Uh, that would really help out. And that's in the link in the description, and that would be really great. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did not listen to the fieldwork episode, go check that one out. And so, yeah, that's it for today. If you enjoyed this episode of Little Dude's Insect Academy, then consider subscribing to my channel and sharing this episode with one of your friends. You can even support me financially through my Patreon, which has a link in the description. Thanks for listening, and as always, keep on bugging.